0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everybody, welcome back to Believe in K-Pop this week. Hope you're having a lovely, wonderful start to your week. Um, I know I took a break last week and that was because um, I didn't have any content ready for you guys. Um, You know, I said that I would have K-Pop Collective on, but we actually are in the midst of uh, scheduling an interview for not this coming week but the next week um, so look out for that um, but I actually will be on the midst of all of this going on um, I'll be reaching out to multifaceted ACG aka Ashley aka she also is the owner of map G Productions that put on an amazing A freaking amazing fest slash conference of all the cool K-pop podcasts out there called KPSN Podcast Fest on this past Saturday. It was from 11 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time to... 10 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, so, And they officially closed the Zoom at 10.30. So it was all through Zoom. Um, my favorite podcasts were on it, some of my favorites. Um, obviously, the K-pop cast was on there. 106 in Seoul was on there. Ask Me About K-pop was on there. Not Your Average Netizens, they were on there. K-pop Critical was there. Um, Certified Nunez was there. The Craze cast was also on the, pod, on the, the, the stream. Um, J-Box City, hosted by Young Ajima or Sarah Lane. Um, she was on there as well as Pineapple. Oh my goodness, I'm blanking on their name. Pineapple Duo. They they are they are a duo. Um, but they were she was on there. Um, I just started listening to an album a day um, by Multifaceted ECG aka Ashley. She has so many hats. I didn't realize she, she she it's still kind of confusing and that's one of the things we're going to ask her about and like what can you explain everything you do and like that kind of thing. But her album a day thing, it's so comprehensive. It's nice and short, but she does these storytelling things too that like I need to go look of all of this because she just seems like a force to be reckoned with but like I'm not quite sure everything she does so um definitely excited to have her on next week I'm going to DM her after this but um you know one of the things that really stuck with me was um something that uh Peter DJ Peter Lowe um from the K-pop cast said, um, and he was talking about making sure to not waste your listeners' time. And I was reflecting, and I was like, "Damn, when I've had those like rambles, I know a lot of you guys have enjoyed it, but I feel like I'm wasting people's time when I do it. So uh, even if it is just me talking, you know, as I did before, I would you know kind of go into the YG or JYP or Big Hit or SM sort of like depths of their YouTube channels. I feel like that was very purposeful and analy- analysis, um, but um, like i said i'm i'm not really that far into black Pinks yet but right now um you know i was thinking about it actually after doing another interview on in my feels shout out to my feels um uh someone was we had a guest on um which look out for that it's a whole roundtable thing we'll be promoting that i will be sure to talk about it on here but um we had a guest on who she slightly mentioned um from the ringer she she mentioned how uh, on one podcast uh this this guy who didn't really understand K-pop tried to, like, say, like, oh, like, so Jungkook is, like, the equivalent to LeBron, like, of K-pop. And I was like, huh, that's an interesting way to put it. Um, and I don't know if many would necessarily agree in that sense, but um, – You know, because there are many probably LeBrons of their own groups. I don't know. Whatever. But I was like, you know, I'm going to try. You know, baseball season is literally T minus three days until baseball season. A modified baseball season starts back up. Obviously, spring training or modified summer training is happening right now with like three games. But um, I thought I would take the opportunity to try and liken, make a starting nine. So starting nine in baseball, the starting nine positions um, with K-pop idols Um, and I tried to base it off of personality typical personality traits or stereotypes of baseball players per their position and um, also whether it's personality types like this is what it says about you if you're a first baseman or you know uh physical stature as well because that will play into it and sometimes won't play into it but um so i'm going to go through them now like i said starting nine um those are the nine positions that are on a baseball diamond i will also be adding adding the manager or coach if you don't know in baseball the name of the coach is the manager um, there's also a bench coach and there's also a pitching coach i don't know why they call it the manager and they call everybody else the coaches but i don't have a bench coach or a pitching coach here but i do have the starting nine plus a manager so um i'm just gonna go in order of um how usually so usually in positions within baseball there's a number according to each position but they don't necessarily follow the sequential order of how you would look at a baseball diamond like it doesn't go third short or sh- third second short for uh third no first Okay, either way. It doesn't go in the order you would think it goes, in my opinion. At first, I was kind of confused when I was looking at it. But um, I'm just going to go in the order of what I see fit. So we have uh, the starting nine: it's first baseman, second baseman, shortstop, third baseman, right fielder, center fielder, left fielder, catcher, and pitcher, of course. So – Uh, It took me about three hours of research (laughs) to kind of go through, um, you know, what I would see fit for these positions um, according to the groups that I am most familiar with. So the groups that I am, you know, that are listed here um, are the groups that I am most familiar with in terms of personalities of the people there. So um, first of all, or if I didn't know the personalities and somehow knew, you know, like a good bit about the group, like I would look up like unhelpful guides. So thank you to unhelpful guides. But I still... Like, they're unhelpful in a way that, like, obviously I can get, like, oh, he's like the smartest one in the group. Okay. But I still need to go watch these V Lives and stuff and, like, you know, whatever. So, um, making my way downtown slowly through these YouTube content and V Lives. I will not be watching V Lives. It's too much, but YouTube for sure. Anyway, so um, first base. So, should we get started? Okay. Maybe I'll add in, like, I never add in little sound effects, but maybe I'll add in sound effects. This will be a special episode. Yes. Okay okay, we'll do that, um, and I think I could try to, I kind of try to do it in terms of the Dodgers, so if I kind of bring up a Dodger name, like, that's who I will, you know, make it be, um, so, okay, so cue baseball sounds, wow, Emily, post-production, Emily, you're going to be so proud of yourself when you insert this, and you're gonna probably going to listen back to it, so listeners, please be proud of me for this, because <laughs> um, hopefully I can do this for, like, football or basketball or soccer um but i don't know the personnel or i guess i can try i'll try my best i actually consulted my brother like hey what do you think um the personality of a third baseman is they're usually like this right and i kind of know but like and i try to base it off the players that i know but you know he used to play baseball so it helps so anyway first baseman coming in first baseman his name is coming in first baseman Use okay so okay let me see okay <laughs> we get this together. Kind of, first baseman up to bat or catch a ball at first base is Johnny Suh. Or if Johnny is not in the game, it's Mingyu from 17, woo, yeah, woo, 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 woo. Let's go Mingyu, let's go Johnny, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, so our first baseman would be Johnny Suh of NCT 127 or NCT and Mingyu of 17. Why did I choose them to be first basemen? Well, the typical characteristic of a first baseman is they are normally very tall. Very, very tall. Um, And I can attest to that fact. Um, When I met Johnny, I was like, well, damn, bruh, you are tall. You could be a first baseman. Um, And Mingyu, I've never met Mingyu. One day, I will. Um, But Mingyu uh, is known to be a giant of all sorts of sizes. First basemen are also known to be a little stockier, um, bigger, I guess, men um, compared to other positions, um, bigger in weight. Um, And I'm not saying either of them are bigger in weight, but when I I feel like when I look at Mingyu, I feel like he is um, a little bigger in weight maybe because he, I don't know if he works out more or whatever it may be, but I just feel like he would be the quintessential first, what's it called? first baseman. Also, one of the characteristics that sticks out to me about first baseman, I don't know if them, the those two are normally the most flexible, but first baseman normally, um, some of them, I guess I should say, are pretty flexible. Um, you know, sometimes when a third baseman is throwing the ball and it kind of short hops or if a right fielder is throwing a ball to first base, uh, they have to kind of stretch out and sometimes they'll do a complete and full-on split to catch the ball um so I feel like that's something that like Johnny would be good about and he's good about it and he would be kind of like a little arrogant about it like yeah I caught, I just split to catch that that's fine whatever you know continue being Johnny, uh playing for the Cubs and so that's my thought on Johnny and Mingyu being first baseman also lastly first basemen are known because you know when people get to first base it's not like um you're on first base so you're not like On second, where it's like if someone hits a ball into the air, like far enough into the air, and it lands in the outfield, you got to score. Like that's scoring position. Third baseman, obviously, you're from third base, you're you're scoring too. But first, like you're normally not scoring from first to home, so um, a lot of first basemen will kind of chill out one first and talk to the runner so like the runner and the first baseman would normally talk so i feel like first baseman are pretty talkative people and i feel like johnny is a very charismatic uh he's gonna get a lot of a lot of people person and mingyu is obviously a goofy you know guy as well um also figured out today that mingyu's like nickname is ceo mingyu because he once dressed up like a principal and then jong han was like no you don't look like a principal you look like a ceo and then they were like oh ceo mingyu who owns like 10 grocery stores from like three years ago i don't know i learned that today i guess that's his nickname um but uh, whatever so um johnny and mingyu are your first baseman for the los angeles dodgers okay next second base coming in batting at second we have bobby of icon second baseman also another thought about first baseman they have to have a different glove normally um Pitchers, I believe, do as well. But, okay, second baseman. So normally second baseman, they are shorter. And I'm not saving, saying that Bobby is short, but they just I'm just saying the characteristics of who they are normally. Second baseman are normally shorter. They are normally the position in the field that cannot throw the hard. They don't have a hard throw. They can't throw that hard. So when they do get a ball hit to second, they are just throwing it to first normally or like they're right in the middle so they can, they can make many throws. Um, Also, um, second basemen normally don't get the ball hit to them that often. Normally the ball normally goes to uh, left field um, or, you know, to the third base shortstop sort of area. So second baseman, that's why there's a shortstop. Like you would only, it would only make sense to really have just a first, second, and third, right? Right. But because so many balls go to the left field, you have a shortstop there as well. So um, not that, not as many balls get hit to, sec or I guess, but also you can't like have one guy in the middle like stopping balls. You have to have like there's a huge pathway in between the base paths between first and se- first and second and second and third. So that's why the shortstop's there, um, short because they stop. But anyway, so second baseman, um, they normally don't get a lot that many balls hit to them, um, but they are very important for double plays, especially turning double plays. So turning a double play is if it gets lobbed to the shortstop. They throw it to the second baseman. The second baseman tags on on second base and the second baseman throws it to the first baseman and that's a double play. So they're very important with like, you know, just being there to make double plays, being accurate with their throws. Um, So, but the one thing that made me think, okay, because I was sitting there, I was like, who could be my second baseman? Like all these people like didn't really have that many good things to say about second baseman. Um, And I'm not saying it's a bad uh, position, but um, one thing I realized about second baseman is that they normally are being not like trucked, like, if, but there, if there's any physical position besides being a catcher in baseball that um, where you get hit physically, um, and th- now it's illegal to get hit in this way because it leads to very um, severe injuries, is you know if they are if a runner is sliding into second to make to be safe, and the second baseman standing there covering the base waiting for the ball to come, you can get clipped like that. So um, normally, second basemen are like what from what I've thought about. Can be stockier people. Um, I think of Max Muncy for the Dodgers. He's definitely not a small dude. Um, he hits homers. Also, that's another thing about face first baseman—they can hit hard. They're sluggers. Um, but anyway, so second baseman—you um, know—they're—they're they're stocky. I feel like in my book they're stockier because they probably get hit or like you know ran into most often. Um, and Bobby, to me, for some reason—maybe I'm—I'm definitely not wrong. He's definitely the type that works out and is very swole that's the good word he's swole so I was like Bobby makes sense for the second baseman and also I feel like second baseman and shortstop shortstops are very loud they're always like yeah got two got two all right two outs one on first they're always like talking they're talking a lot so I feel like and I feel like Bobby's probably really good about that so Bobby is my second baseman. Moving along, moving along, moving along to shortstop. Shortstop. Now, when I think of shortstop outside of baseball terms, for some reason, I always think of. Ladies, man. Um, And, you know, that definition does not escape the two people that I put for shortstop. But um, shortstop uh, shortstops are normally um, some of the best players on the team. Um, They are very quick with their reflexes um, because balls will be shot through the middle. Um, They have to be very good at hand eye coordination because normally they have to make really complicated plays behind the back above their head they just have to have quicker reflexes and hand-eye coordination but i think because of all of this also i feel like shortstops are normally pretty short in my opinion like actually they work well with the position name shortstops being short but i don't think uh i mean these two well i know for sure one of them doesn't fit that description um not sure about the other one for sure but um shortstops they um are seemingly always the most flashiest player on the team they are also you know they they wear the the arm guards like the sleeves they wear the the socks and they have the sunglasses and they probably have a chain sticking out and they probably just like they I feel like they come on to look like fresh like they they want to look good I don't know I feel like just shortstops, they always have that mentality about them more than any other position on the field I don't know why That's just always been a thought of mine ever since like whenever I like see a baseball team I think subconsciously I'm like, who's the shortstop? Because he's always somehow cute or, like, showing off or flashy. Um, but also I think shortstops are probably the most competitive people on the field because they want the ball. Like, they, they have to do so much to, you know, stop plays, um, make sure the balls don't get through to the outfield because, they're you know, they're the cutoff man most of the time too. Um Cutoff man means, like, they're the man when, when a outfielder is throwing the ball into the infield to ca- get somebody out. You ha- you can't just throw it to first base unless you have a really strong rocket of an arm, which a lot of outfielders do. But um, you have to have somebody to cut it off so that they can field it and then throw it to wherever, third, second, first. So shortstops are normally your cutoff man. Sometimes it can be your third baseman or your second baseman, but um, normally the cutoff man is, when I think of it, it's the shortstop. So um, so my shortstops, let me stop talking about the shortstops um yeah they're the most competitive and this is key um chui minho of shiny shiny's back that would be the best walk-up song shiny's back shiny's back yeah that would be great um so minho is as we all or if you're listening to this and you're just figuring this out minho is probably one of the most competitive people in k-pop this man does not like to lose his father played soccer and uh for the national team south korean national team and um i'm pretty he says that he would have been a soccer player um had he not been a k-pop idol so i think that minho is a very competitive person likes to not even lose at drinking quote unquote so um that's why he thinks he can hold his liquor very well because if he throws up and then he lost at drinking so um he would be the type to walk out like, yeah, <laughs> my name is Minho, and then they like, yes, I just caught that ball, like, it just barely went over my head, but my reflexes are crazy, so I'm Minho, so that's what I think of Minho, um, he's definitely the shortstop in my book, then there is a Sir Jackson Wang, who just came out with some merch, Jackson Wang, um, to me is a very, he, I, more than Minho, I feel like he would be the type to wear, like, the, the sleeves, the sick cleats, the sick, Socks with the armbands and the sick gloves and to just be in there. Also, I feel like he would be loud. Like he'd be like he'd be more than the second baseman. Like, got two? All right, batter. Like talking to the pitchers, talking everybody up, just like a chirper in the middle infield. So um, I think that Jackson Wayne fixed that perfectionately. All right, now we're moving on to the last part of our infield, and that is the third base man. Third baseman, all right. Um, Third baseman. Not a lot of the times balls are getting. You know what's so interesting? I need to look look at this, but I think it may be because there's more righties in baseball than there are lefties. So normally balls aren't getting shot. More balls are getting shot straight down the foul line quickly um, of third third base rather than first base. So third basemen are normally very, very like. Okay, I said like shortstops were like pretty good with their reflexes, but third basemen are very very reflexive like they 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 react they have to have such a quick reaction time because balls will be shot down the line and they have to lay out or jump up or you know dive to the side to catch a foul ball like they are they have to be very quick with their reflexes um also they are uh they also have to sacrifice a lot of their body because they they have to make these like jumping diving plays or just like things like that on out the outfield shallow outfield and also in the infield like they are sacrificing their body a lot so when i was reading up on it because i was trying to figure out like third baseman and their also third baseman i think can be a little flashy too um with how they you know wear their hair in particular their hair in particular i feel like it's always like i think of josh donaldson he had that mullet then there's like uh uh, justin turner with the dodgers like he has that red bright you know fiery red hair that once was really long and they had the beard so like i feel like i feel like third basemen are pretty um flashy but then I think of Nolan Arnato who's like a pretty solid third baseman but when I think of Nolan Arnato he is laying out all over the dang place making plays I would never like how did you make that play bro um, so the one commonality is that third basemen have to sacrifice their bodies a lot to make a play and for some reason um, you know I was watching Changmin or Max's Chocolate Chocolate uh, last night, and for some reason, I just felt like he fit the third basement vibe really well. I'm not sure if he sacrifices his body, but I sure know he sacrifices his vocal cords because, man, oh man. um, You know, I still need to look into TVXQ or Shinki's work. Tonbanchinki, I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, DBSK's work um, fully, but I was thinking of Max's like chocolate, and I'm just like, good lord, like boy, your vocal cords need to have honey on the daily, 18 hours out of the day. So um, I thought Changmin would sacrifice his body, um, His sacrificed his body, especially with his long, long 17 year career. And then I thought of my boy Park Jimin of Bangtan Sonyan BTS um, BTS's Jimin. Uh, if you watch any of the stuff, you can you just know he sacrifices his body for dance to lose weight whatever it is like your boy is doing it for the cause of you know you know making weight or doing whatever he needs to do um so i feel like jimin would work well for this position and he seems to be very quick and fast and you need those reflexes for third baseman like i said so um yeah and also i feel like third basemen are kind of for the most part team players I feel like Jimin is 100% a team player. So yes, that is my, that's my infield. So my infield is at first base, Johnny Suh or Mingyu of 17. Or at second base, Bobby of Icon or Shortstop, Choi Minho of Shiny or Jackson Wang of GOT7 or Team Wang. And then we have third base. We have either Changmin or Max of TBXQ slash DBSK or BTS's Jimin. Now we move it along, move it along, move it along to our outfield. Our outfield. Okay. Now we're gonna start with the right fielders. Okay. So right fielders to me, I think of right fielders. I think of like Giancarlo Stanton, who is pretty flashy, very tall, very, 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 very tall, um, and stocky. Um not super flashy, but he's like he, – he, he knows how to show his flash in a way. Then you have Yasiel Puig, um, who is very flashy, licks his bats um, and that kind of thing. Um, unfortunately, just got COVID. Hopefully, he's staying safe. Um, but, you know, very flashy, tall, stocky dude as well. The first person that came to mind for me for right field that kind of fits the personality vibe, I feel, of uh, – fielders is Yeonjun of TXT now many people listen to this podcast for like Emily we know you like Yeonjun like he's like one of your favorites in TXT and you know what no I was watching these unhelpful guides and I really really like Bongyu and I really like um, Taehyun like Taehyun and Bongyu, they just have these little funny ways of being I believe and I really relate to their personality so there you go um I have now looked at more than just Yeonjun, (laughs) although I did before, but uh, that was my first time to really, really look at, you know, the other members. So I would say – and Subin also would fit very well for a first baseman or pitcher-like type, but I'm going to – we're going to wait. We're going to wait to get the pitchers. Um, So anyway, um, I thought Yeonjun would work really well because um, they also seem to be the main face of the team. When I think of, like, the Yankees, right field – John Carlos Stanton, when he first moved there, that was a big freaking deal. He signed one of the he signed the biggest baseball contract in history three hundred twenty five million dollars the year that he signed in twenty seventeen. All right, so that's a face of your team. He was also the face of the team when he was in Miami. Um, then I also think of um, mm, like I said, Yasiel Puig. He's always pretty much the face of the team. Then I think of um, who else do I think of? Um, Bryce Harper. He's always this maybe he switches between center and right correct me if I'm wrong nationals fans or now I guess Philly's fans but um, that dude's loud and you know he's the face of he was he's the face of whatever team he goes to so um, that's why I think that Yom Jun is he seems to be to me to me at least maybe because he was the first member to be revealed as in txt he's always been just the face to me um, maybe he's the center I'm not quite sure but that's my thoughts on that now moving on to le- 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 left field the le- left field okay um, like I said because balls are being hit to left field probably more than right um left fielders have to be very smart with their not only do you have to be kind of quick with reflexes but they have to kind of watch the field to see where the, all the runners are because their throw is going to mean a hell of a lot wherever it's coming from especially if bases are loaded or you know there's a double play there's a situational play going on left fielders are pretty smart with the game i would have to say the smartest and most knowledgeable of what's going on in the game um behind a, a catcher so I'm going to say for my left fielders, we're going to go with Hong Hongjoong of ATs and Inseong of SF9. So why these two? Well, for one, when I was watching one of the unhelpful guides, I really like SF9. And I was trying to figure out who I would think makes the most sense. And I think Inseong is the smartest. uh, No, no, let me backtrack. Not the smartest, but he he is a smart person. Um, He was on this variety show and he was doing some math problem. And I was like, boy, what are you talking about? He was talking about exponents and stuff like that. And I was like all right well you're good at math you're an intelligent person he's also fluent in english he might be fluent in another language but he seems very emotionally intelligent well and when i think of emotional intelligence i also think of hong Jun of A T S. he knows how to play that devilish little smile that he has but then he also knows how to be very um uh, giving and interactive and interviews um, no matter what it is. So I think that, and obviously with his members, he's able to kind of tone it down, but still be a leader and produce and do all the stuff that he does and learn. And, you know, I think emotional intelligence is a huge part of um, just being a, a great all around person. So I feel like Hongjoong and In Song of Hongjoong of A T S and In Song of SF9 are really um, great objects of, you know, the left field. All right. We are getting down to the last three positions, and I'm going to take a pause because I have to go eat dinner and I will come back later on. Join in the singing of Take Me Out to the Ball Game, led by organist Dieter Rule. seventh inning stretch we are going to get started with the top of the lineup coming up to bat is your center fielder Jong jungkook Woo! yes we have none other than John jungkook i hate saying his name like that the correct way to say his name is John jungkook but a lot of people say jung jungkook um which is incorrect but we have jungkook coming up to bat as your center fielder um now, some center fielder's names to know. Really the only one you might need to know for right now. Well, okay, we're going to say Christian Yelich. We're going to say Mike Trout, all right? The the characteristics of a center fielder, much like the right fielder sometimes, in my opinion, they are the face of the team or sometimes even the league with the two people's names I just mentioned. Um, they are incredibly incredible incredibly athletic people they make now i said shortstops and third baseman you know they make a, they have to be very athletic and reflexive as well but short center fielders are fast because they have to first of all they have to be able to tell where the ball's going and they have to be able to make a split decision on which direction to go they make all kinds of jumps and landing on their face or on their sides or whatever a lot of them get injured in these kinds of ways um, and Jungkook, as we all know, is like the golden maknae, as they all say. He is quite, very much so, all over the place, doing things just like not even stretching. And you're like, how the devil did you do that? And you know, that's just that. Also, center fielders, um, you know, when I think of certain center fielders, they're a little bit of playboys. Not saying that Jungkook's a playboy, but you know, they just have this vibe. Like, yeah, I'm the shit. And now we're gonna move on to. The battery. They say the battery because it literally charges what goes on in the rest of the field, meaning the pitcher and the catcher. You don't have a baseball game without a pitcher, and most of the time, you can't have it without a catcher because otherwise it's going to the backstop, which is the back part of the the home plate. So pitcher, honestly, there was only one name that really made sense to me, and that is Jong-U of NCT 127 because pitchers are most known for being very serious individuals when when they have to be. Um, like on their start day, you normally don't talk to a pitcher. Sometimes you can, but most of the time, it's like don't talk to the pitcher because they're like in the zone and you'll get yelled at, you'll get fussed at, and you just don't wanna be on that side of the, the game if you know he, he ends up blowing a perfect game or just blowing the game in general. Not that you'll be the reason why, but, like, just don't want to contribute to that. So you don't talk to a pitcher normally on their start day, if they're a starting pitcher, I should say. Um, I didn't try to go into relievers and stuff like that because I didn't want to – I just wanted to do my starting nine. The thing is, because starting pitchers – usually starting pitchers start every five days. So there's a rotation normally in um, pro sports and um, and in – college as well but like in pro baseball there's usually a rotation of about five pitchers so, you know depending on injuries it can be four to six that kind of thing because you'll have reserves come up um, or uh, relievers or closers come into the starting position depending on how dire of a situation you're in um, and by the way relievers are pitchers that come in after the starting pitcher the starting pitcher normally goes six innings six to seven innings sometimes Well, obviously it's ideal for them to go past that because they have a long, they have a longevity. Their arm is pretty, uh, and, uh, is pretty durable and they have really good pitches. So they can, you know, you can get two, you know, guys to come around in the lineup two or three times and, um, and not be able to figure out this dude's pitches you know so that's why uh starting pitchers are really good so and after starting pitchers come in relievers relievers will sometimes come in for maybe an inning or even a half inning um and then finally you have the closer closers close out the game they usually have really fast hard to hit stuff they usually come in and save situations meaning when um you know the game is on the line the other team is up to bat and you need to make sure that they do not score so anyway so my starting pitcher is jungwoo um So I believe... Uh, so it's because starting pitchers, like I said, every five days they come in um, to pitch, um, they have a lot of rest time in between then, and um, a lot of memes and bloopers and things like that in baseball usually come from pitchers when they are chilling in the bullpen or chilling in the dugout, not doing crap, because they have literally nothing to do during the game because they don't have to start for another four days. So um, they joke around, they mess around with each other, they mess around with the cameraman, they mess around with the sideline reporter, they mess around with fans, they just mess around with everybody, and it's actually really funny. So, um... And and just watching NCT 127's videos, Junggu is the absolute biggest goofball ever. He is so goofy, like he's so funny and just so weird and random. Not weird in a bad way, just, just like amazingly funny and weird. So um, I really I really think Junggu would fit very well for a pitcher's um, sort of thing because a lot of people say that, that because pitchers have a lot of time to chill, they can be kind of like, huh? And only pitchers get pitchers because they're all kind of like they have a lot of time to themselves they don't have to focus too much on the game when they're not pitching so um pitchers are are definitely the wacky funny uh uh, you know personality driven ones of a lot of the baseball teams that are out here um so jungwoo thank you for taking up the pitcher position so easily because i honestly could not think of anybody but jungwoo love you jungwoo um also pitchers are normally in my opinion very tall and jungwoo was probably the same height as johnny um, so my dude is tall as F. Okay, next up and finally, uh, before we get to our manager, we have our catchers. I put two catchers here. Um, we have none other than Chris Bang or Chris Bang or Bang Chan of Stray Kids. And we have Suho of EXO. your catchers. Your uh, your catchers uh so the reason i chose Pang chan is because you know um he chose literally everybody on his uh in his group he had as the leader he was given the right to choose every single person as far as we know uh every single person that is currently within stray kids um and he probably went through a lot of thought and you know considering everyone's strengths weaknesses you know the competition they probably had to go up against um within the company outside of the company and um, he chose the leaders or the people that he did catchers normally have the same uh not the same idea they don't choose who's on the team really but they certainly know every single facet of the game the catcher has to know who's coming up to bat. They have to know this, who's on base. They have to also know kind of the uh, strengths of the def- defensive players uh, who he's on the field with. The catcher also is responsible for keeping the pitcher at a, a, an easy pace, for reassuring the pitcher, for knowing all the signs to call. Um, so the catcher literally is the normally the captain of the team. They know literally every single facet of the game. Catchers normally become managers because they are so well-versed in every single side of the game. They also have to bat as well. And like you, like I said, they there is no, like if you're in the outfield, you're not engaged in every single pitch. If you're the catcher, and if you're the pitcher, you're only engaged for maybe six to seven innings and you're out of the game. Catchers, normally, you're in there the entire game unless it's a blowout. And so you see every single part, the whole... Every single inning, every single pitch, every single play, you are there. You are just, you know, what? yeah. So catchers, very valuable, and they end up being the captains, a.k.a. the leaders, and they end up being managers slash coaches of teams after they finish playing their baseball career. So that's why I chose Chan because he did that pretty much for Stray Kids. Then you have Suho. Suho is one of my favorites honestly those two are my favorite leaders um at least to my knowledge you know obviously when I come to the point of like you know getting more into astro or whichever group I'm going to be able to say oh I like this leader because blah 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 but I was Suho to me is like the quintessential character like I wouldn't I want to say charismatic because he's like quintessentially like himself I feel like he's sort of a nerd um in a way that is very endearing um and I'll give an example. Um, he, much like Hong Joon, um, of of ATS, um, he's very good with uh, social situations. I think um, even if it's awkward, he can push his way through it. Um, and and Pang Chan is pretty good about this too. I believe um, it's some people when they're put in situations like awkward situations, they will they will either like. You know, be charismatic and like just push through it, and then be like, "Yeah, I'm cool, whatever." And then there's some people who will like feel through the awkward situation with you, like, oh, well, "I understand this is awkward, but uh, we're gonna just feel through this, and we're gonna make it to the other side." I feel like Suho is that person, and he has a million and one things going on in his head, which catchers have to do. Um, but he has a million and one thing. Like I was, so I was watching this interview. Um, Stacey Nam, she interviews a lot of you know uh, these K-pop groups, um, specifically. Actually, now I'm thinking about like SM groups. Um, she actually just recently interviewed Seventeen, so you guys should go check that out, um, and she, if I'm remembering correctly, uh, she has, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's maybe her first non-SM group, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure she only really interviews SM groups, so she was interviewing Exo right after their obsession, or like, right as, as it was a part of their obsession promotions, and it was on iHeartRadio, you can go check out the interview, um. Suho is just a dude that like he you can tell he knows every what every single member is thinking as they're answering a question because he'll laugh at certain things. And you're like, why are you laughing? And you, it's maybe because a member is maybe having an inside joke with himself or the other members and the other members won't show it, But he's like, hi, hey, I get what's going on. Um, also, I know I, I keep referring back to this, but the exciting India KBS thing, I was like, this dude is funny. And he he also is kind of taking the lead. Compared to everybody else, like he was making, maybe it's also because he's you know he speaks English. He also did it in the Stranger Things thing. Like he takes the L, like just in terms of like he has to step up in so many different situations, even outside of his own group. Um, So I really like how he is. So anyway, so in this in this iHeartRadio interview, um, he's sitting there and. I remember watching when I was going through the X, the SM. this is, this is when I'm really proud of myself for going these back through these things. Cause I wouldn't have known the context otherwise, but so during EXO's obsession promotions, if you go back through EXO's YouTube channel, you'll see that, um, you know, they have like a behind the scenes of like what they're doing during their obsession promotions. And it shows like Stacy's in there. Um, I f- believe I saw like Tamar and like maybe Kate Hollowell, like a couple of other inter- American interviewers that were in this, like room interviewing exo you know about their exo obsession you know um sort of i guess time or whatever maybe it wasn't k halliwell maybe i'm mixing that up but um if you haven't checked out k halliwell go check her out she writes for the ringer um and so yeah so anyway so they're all in this room and um they're like oh like you know we're doing these interviews blah 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 and then during this whole time suho's like I had this flight I need to catch to go to somewhere and he has to this has this flight he needs to catch and he's nearly late and these interviews are like running up to the time when he needs to like leave for his flight and so he's getting inside his cab or his like the car that's taking him to the to the airport and you can just be like are we gonna make the flight or is this gonna happen like and his managers or him are going back and forth they're like just just get in the car let's just go um And so watching this interview back, I was like, oh, this is when he was supposed to make that flight um, from those behind-the-scenes videos. And so I'm watching him, and you can see, like, he's listening to her. He's he's really engaged with what Stacey's asking, what the members are saying, but he's also looking off the camera. I'm assuming looking at a manager or someone behind the camera being like, okay, like, I got it, we got to leave, we got to leave. But he's also fully engaged with the interview. At the end, there's a part where he he's laughing at something, and he's laughing, he's laughing, he's laughing, and, oh, it's like Chanyeol was saying, like, making it, saying something, like, weird, I can't quite remember it, but he was just, not saying something weird, he was just talking, and Suho's, like, this is another thing, I feel like this is a quality of, like, people who are leaders, or just introspective people, they talk to themselves, and they were, like, two or three times when Suho was, like, everyone else was kind of laughing at something, or, no, they were, they had been done laughing at something, and Suho's still, like, pointing at the camera not even pointing at the camera just like pointing and like laughing and he's like kind of talking to himself that I was like I had to go back and watch it I was like wait is this dude talking to himself it looks like he is I want somebody else to go watch the interview and see what I'm talking about because I was like this dude I just I thought he was so cool when I saw that I just feel like he has a million and one things in his mind that sometimes one of it's going to come out because he has just so much to think about so he's talking to himself and he's laughing at whatever Chanyol or somebody just said and then he like looks down he's like he's like fidgeting with his stuff and he looks down at his watch and he's like you can tell i'm like oh like he still has this flight to catch and he's looking at his watch like all right, got we're gonna leave and then his like face kind of goes blank because then he could see like his thought goes to something else and then he returns back to the interview it was just a range of emotions that i saw with him that i really thought um i really really uh i don't know for some reason i really admired it so suho um long story short suho is my catcher because he seems like he just juggles a million and one things and like and i saw it all in his face maybe a catcher's not supposed to show that but i just saw him like thinking through a bunch. that's how i am i'm like i think through things and i just felt i related heavily to suho so um my dude suho so that's my starting nine guys that is my starting nine um now we're going to lead into your manager your manager of Emily Heidel's K-pop baseball team is none other than Sir Kwon Ji Young, a.k.a. G Dragon. Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. I was trying to think of who to make my manager. And to be honest, managers... Like I said, they played the game before. They know every single facet of it. Um, they were either catcher. They, you know, just have gone up through the system in different ways. Your boy GD has been doing this mess since he was five years old, okay? He's been on stage. He's been, you know, speaking other languages. He's been producing, writing Designing, being an artist, he just knows the entire facet of the game. Um, you know. Also, got to throw back to Suho. Um, you know, this dude wants to be a CEO of SM, and so I just can't wait to see when he's gonna be. He's gonna be my future manager. Um, but GD, for right now, he he knows the game like the back of his hand um and he knows so many facets of it so he has to be my manager also the managers and the at least the old school ones that I know um you know the new school ones they're they're kind of involved very much involved in the statistics and analytics of things um and they kind of some people say they overanalyze it, and um, a lot of the old heads in baseball say like, just feel the game out. Like, let's let's play like how we feel it out. Like, if a pitcher's hot, a pitcher's hot. Don't don't switch him up for righties and lefties because of his his uh, splits, like his stats against righties and lefties, depending on if he's a righty or lefty pitcher. I feel like GD is very much a feel kind of person. He's like one of these like old head managers that's just out there like, all right, you hot? Okay, I'm gonna leave you in the pitch. Okay, you're hurting. All right so-and-so, come up to, you know, he's just a chill, I feel like managers, when they manage a good team, they know they don't have to manage too much. Like, and this is a solid freaking team, if you're asking me, or starting nine, um, with some reserves, like, you, this is a solid team, you know, you don't, he just knows what he's doing, he knows he trusts in his team as well, so I have to put GD as my manager, and I really felt that when I was watching the good boy GD Taeyong stage, um yesterday when they performed at mama back in 2014 um also i saw bts in the background like especially v he was getting hyped. b and j-hope they were getting hyped to that so that is my team um if you guys have any suggestions for more teams i need to fill i am so sorry i don't have any girl groups in here i do not know girl group personalities enough um maybe i will try it in the future but if there's a soccer team a football team a basketball team Whatever composition of a team you want me to put together, please let me know. Um, And uh, finally, let's just do this. Let's read it out. And for your Los Angeles Dodgers, here's the lineup. I'm trying to channel my my inner Todd Lights. He's the PA announcer for the Dodgers. First base, we have Johnny Sub. or Mingyu of 17. Johnny Sub, NCT 127. All right. On second, we have none other than Bobby of Icon. On For Your Shortstop, we have Choi Minho of Shiny or Jackson Wang of GOT7 slash Team Wang. Shout out to his new merch. All right. And on third, we have Changmin. Chocolate. Of TVXQ or, and or BTS's Park Jimin. Chim-chim. And then in center field for your outfielders, we have John Jungkook of BTS. And in right, we have his Dong in TXT. Tomorrow by Together, Yeonjun. And then we haven't left Hongjung of ATs or In of SF9. And finally, we have your catcher, Chris Bang, aka Pangchan of Stray Kids, or Suho of SF9. Exo, Exordium, Excelsius. And then finally, for your starting pitcher for tonight, boys and girls, we have Jungu of NCT127. And your manager for the Los Angeles Dodgers is D Dragon, GD ji Yong. Thank you, Dodger fans. It's time for Dodger Baseball. Okay. Thank you guys for listening to this. This was actually really fun. I haven't had this much fun recording something in a while <laughs> let me know your opinions on this maybe i should make a graphic and have all their faces on like different dodger players and like <laughs> see what people feel like what the frick is this anyway thank you guys for listening um watch some baseball because it comes on in t-minus three days oh my gosh obviously cheer for the dodgers los doyers and i will see you guys next time bye-bye thank you for listening to believe